Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, October 1st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Four Latina artists hope to highlight the shared struggles of Afro-Latinos and Black Americans. It's just about being realistic and recognizing our African roots within our community as much as we do the Spanish side. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports on how a mural aims to connect those communities through art. That story in just a few minutes. Much of Missouri's working poor will finally get a chance to access Medicaid starting today. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on what the state is doing to end the lengthy standoff over expanding access to the health care program. Since the Missouri Supreme Court decided that a ballot item expanding Medicaid was valid, scores of people have been signing up for the program. Friday will mark the first day the Department of Social Services will start accepting those applications, which means individuals making up to $17,800 a year can get access. That could be huge for people like Amanda Reynolds, a St. Louis resident with cancer who signed up for Medicaid after seeing a Facebook ad from the American Cancer Society. It means the world to me, and I I want to be able to share that with everybody so that they know that there is help out there. Missouri sent documents to take advantage of increased federal funds to pay for expansion earlier this month. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's first gas tax hike in roughly 30 years kicks in today. The price at the pump goes up two and a half cents, bringing the tax to 19 and a half cents a gallon. It's the first in a series of two and a half cent hikes each year over the next five years. The state says the increase should generate another $500 million in money for improvements to roads and bridges. Drivers could be eligible for a refund on the tax by filling out a form on the Missouri Department of Revenue website. St. Louis voters will have a chance next year to decide whether there should be a new system to redraw Board of Aldermen wards. The St. Louis Board of Elections found that supporters of giving a commission power to draw those lines had enough signatures, but they failed to get enough for the measure to go up for a vote in February. Gary Stoff of the St. Louis Board of Elections says his agency's lawyer is looking into whether the measure should go up for a vote in April or August. They submitted 38,000 signatures, but not all of them were good. And so what was actually good was 25,000 597, which is more than the 10 percent that was required. One of the proposal's supporters, Lashana Lewis, says she's proud it made it to the ballot, adding her group, quote, looks forward to working with the Board of Elections on scheduling the election date. The Centers for Disease Control says more people died in Missouri last year than were born in 2020. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports it's the first time there were more deaths than births in Missouri in a single year. The coronavirus pandemic caused more deaths, but also apparently stopped many people from having children in Missouri. Now Sandoval researches demography and sociology at St. Louis University. He says the pandemic accelerated trends that were already happening in the state, especially with white populations. Sandoval says in the years before 2020, more white residents died than were born. I think we need to talk about what these the demographic hurdles that, that exist. Mm-hmm. And there is a perception out there that, that Missouri and St. Louis may not be 
the most welcoming cities. Sandoval made those comments on St. Louis on the air Thursday. He says Missouri needs to do more to attract younger minority populations to its bigger cities. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Three Democratic members of Congress, including Missouri's Cory Bush, have testified about their abortions as a congressional committee examines how to respond to conservative states passing laws limiting access to the procedure. Bush says she became pregnant shortly after high school graduation after being raped on a church trip. She had not talked publicly about it until this week. Bush was 17 at the time and was told she would end up on food stamps and welfare if she had the baby. She said that added to her shame. During yesterday's testimony, Bush shared a message for black women and girls, quote, We live in a society that has failed to legislate love and justice for us, so we deserve better, we demand better, we are worthy of better. Four visual artists in the St. Louis region want to spark conversations about African heritage in Latin America. They recently painted a mural on Delmar Boulevard that centers on an Afro-Latina girl. They aim to highlight the shared African experience throughout the Americas. As St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports, the artists also hope their creation can connect Black and Latino communities. Luisa Otero Prada can't forget how she felt two years ago when she saw images of U.S. immigration agents taking children away from their parents at the U.S.-Mexico border. She and three other Latinas in St. Louis were distressed to see Latino families being separated. Watching immigration agents detain children made the women want to portray the community in a different light. Otero Prada suggested they illustrate a hopeful image of Latin Americans through art. Of course, we knew it wasn't going to be something that was going to solve the situation at the border at that time, but we were touched by that. They decided to call the mural Building Bridges. Otero Prada is from Colombia and has lived in St. Louis for 17 years. She began brainstorming the design and also searched for a building that would make a good canvas to showcase the art. Eventually, they decided to use the Loop Trolley Building on Del Mar Boulevard. The group also secured a $10,000 innovation grant from Mid-America Arts Alliance. They had to put the project on hold because of the coronavirus pandemic, but they picked up the planning process last year and started painting in July. The artist wants to draw attention to Afro-Latinos, who are an underrepresented group among Latin American immigrants to the U.S., and how their struggles are similar to those of Black Americans. In the 912-square-foot mural, the Afro-Latino girl gazes into the blue sky. Her eyes wander to an orange monarch landing on a pink flower. The artists say the butterfly represents migration stories of Latin Americans and Black people in the U.S., Otero Prada says the girl symbolizes a better future. The girl that is in the mural is um, is the daughter of my friend. And I want her looking at the sky. When a child looks at the sky, you know, it's so beautiful because it's, it's hope, it's fantasy, it's, you know, dreams, things coming, good things. Otero Prada wanted to center the public art design around an Afro-Latino girl because, like many Black people in the U.S., she has a mixed heritage. Aleida Ruelas Hurdo is a visual artist from Mexico. She says many Afro-Latinos and Black Americans have a shared history of slavery and racism and discrimination and a common struggle for equality. It's important to have that lens of um critical thinking and critical analysis towards our own 
historical segregation and the importance to continue to empower the Afro-Latinos whether they're in our country or in the U.S. The artists say they want the mural to spark conversations among Black St. Louisans and Latinos. Colombian artist Eliana Cristancho, who also painted the mural, says she wants Black people in St. Louis to see themselves in the mural and realize how much they have in common with Afro-Latinos. Carol Lara, a St. Louis photographer whose family is from Peru, says the mural could help people reflect on how much of Latin American culture comes from Africa. Latinos, we're not a monolithic group. We're a mix of everything, and we want to make sure that we're breaking the cycle of a whitewashed representation of us. And that's no disrespect to white or lighter-skinned Latino communities. It's just about being realistic and recognizing our African roots within their community as much as we do the Spanish side. The artists say they hope to keep building bridges between Latinos and the Black community. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.